When we're seeking the more that God has for us, we have to make sure that our capacity to do the things that takes to walk out our destiny is anchored in Father's kingdom rather than being anchored in our experiences and our conditioning and our belief systems. Hey there, I'm launching Quantum Capacity again in a new format. It's not going to be the challenge that I've done before. It's going to be a 12-week boot camp where we're going to take the time to go deep. 12 weeks of exploring exactly who you are. What is your identity as a son and inheritor of the kingdom of God and also as a king and a priest? What does that look like? What are the internal structures of your inner world built on? Are they built on lies or are they built on the truth of who God says you are? Join us for Quantum Capacity Boot Camp. It's starting soon. Welcome to the Spirit-Centered Business Podcast, where we blend the spiritual with the practical for supernatural results. Now, here's your host, Berlin Newby. Welcome back to Spirit-Centered Business. I'm here for part two with Brenda Byers. I'm so excited that if you missed part one, definitely go back to spiritcenteredbusiness.com or YouTube or Rumble or wherever you enjoy the show and catch it because she talks about her upcoming event, which if you're seeing this live, it's already passed, but there's also really good information. And she's talking about maybe doing a VIP that you could get the recordings of it later. So it's still worth going to go get. All right, Brenda, welcome back. Thank you. Great to be back. Yeah, for us it's a little bit of time. It's worth it's worth listening to. We had we had a great time. We had a really good time. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of lot of really great biblical principles and inspiration. So you definitely do want to go back. Yeah, we talked about how she and I met uh, 12 years ago, and she was one of my first clients, and we worked so hard, and all of that's in there, so don't don't miss it. But in this episode, in this segment, I really want to go in deeper into your story, how you got out of the churchianity, and I know, you know, the whole, the, the, the poverty mindset to the abundance mindset, and the you rock this so much that I'm just probably going to be quiet and give you the stage. How about that? <laughs> All right. Well, Holy Spirit, whatever you want to reveal. Um, you know, I going back like all the way to like 2004, I started really having an encounter with with God that that transformed so, so much. And what I mean by that is I've loved God since I was like 15, 16 years old, a lost teenager, and and God found me and uh, miraculous transformation. I was in regular, um, at first, first, very denominational, very conservative, later, non-denominational. And that really just came out of a desire to help my brother who was an alcoholic drug addict. And I knew he wouldn't really go to that stiff churchy stuff. So went from the stiff churchy stuff to the non-denominational. And then one day at the time I was a founder of a, a nutritional, international nutritional network marketing corporation. And One day I was getting ready to speak in San Francisco. I'm from Northern California. That's a couple hours for me. I was getting ready to speak. And so it happened to fall over. I think it was a 4th of July weekend, if I remember correctly. 
And so I went to my office to write out all that I was going to be teaching at this at this event in San Francisco. And normally I would write that out. I would send it to my editor and it would come back and I'd barely recognize it, red lines and all of that stuff. But this day was different. I walked in and the Lord spoke so clearly and said, no, we're not doing that right now. Take your Bible off the shelf, that bookshelf in my office, grab the Bible, turn to 1 Corinthians 12 through 14, chapters 12 through 14 and read it. And I have to give you a little background. I'd never been in a spirit-filled church. And I, I had homeschooled my kids. I was very conservative, didn't even have a TV. So as a backdrop, not only had I not been in one, I hadn't even seen it. I had not seen the gifts in operation. I mean, I was totally virgin when it comes to this, right? And so I open and I start reading it. And based on what I've been taught, when you're saying like churchology and all of that, um, I read it and what came out of my mouth was, that's not what I was taught. And the Holy Spirit said, but what does it say? And I would read it and he'd say, read it again. And I go, but that's not what I was taught. And this happened like three times, but what does it say? And, and something broke in me. And I said to the Lord, I want it. I desire that. That was a transforming moment. No pastor, no church. I was I was baptized in the Holy Spirit at that moment. Uh, driving in the car, I started speaking in tongues. Never been exposed to any of this. I mean, I was literally taught, if you see miracles, run. If you see someone who, who's healing, run. It's of the devil. Be scared, right? Wow. And so I was so confused that I drove myself to the Christian bookstore to try to figure out what was going on. And so I looked for the words Holy Spirit and, and something and gifts. And I found a book and some of you that are more knowledgeable are probably going to laugh, but it was so foreign to me. It was a book called Good Morning, Holy Spirit. And I had no idea the author, but I, I that's what I was led to. I read that and I read it all the way cover to cover in one sitting and never done this with a book since or before. I was so moved. I just went back to the beginning and started over and started reading it again. And I did wow. this a couple times. I was just being filled up. And so I looked then at the cover at the author. I'd never heard of him. That's why I say some of you will laugh if you know. And um, I'd never heard of him. So I, I Google him. I'm like, who is this dude? And um, I Google and his website pops up and it says partner conference. And there was two miraculous things to that. The first of that was that it was literally three days before the event that I had. And I'd already booked the hotel in the same place. Oh my God. I, I knew I was supposed to be there. But I see this partners conference. This is how naive I was. I don't even know what that is. So I literally, I call and I go, I don't know what a partners conference or what a partner is. I'm not a partner, but I just read this book and I know I'm supposed to be there. And um, God just moved and put me on the front row for those three days um, as first time to really see miracles in action. And I was, I was really transformed and so much came out of that and so what began to happen because i was in the marketplace i only understood business 
And I started seeing all these miracles in the marketplace. And there were so many miracles that my husband at the time said, I think we need to like put this in a book. Like it was unheard of everything that was happening. <clears throat> We've got to find an author. So one of the people, we had sent products to Tanzania to help children with AIDS. And there'd been whole miracles around that. He'd come stateside and we're like, do you know anyone that can write a book? And he says, well, it just so happens that my cousin, my second cousin is like one of the best selling authors in the Christian bookstores. Like he's probably the top ghostwriter. Um, I don't know if he'd need us, but it'd be worth it. And um, his name was Dr. Larry Kefauver. These were, this was such a season of miracles. And so um, he called him and he said, well, I'll tell you what, I'm flying from Atlanta to somewhere overseas. I don't even remember. I'll be in the airport for two hours. If they want to fly from California to Atlanta, Georgia, and meet me in the airport for those two hours, I'll meet them. But that's all the time I've got. When the Holy Spirit said, go. And uh his flight got canceled. We ended up spending that whole evening till late in the night meeting him and his wife and talking. And there was such a miracle. And, you know, um, I learned that day that what I was experiencing was a move of marketplace ministry. I'd never heard of mixing business and ministry. I'd never heard of the miracles in the marketplace. And so that I was just thrown into that world, a virgin, not knowing anything about it. Right. And that's how it all started, Berlin. That's how it all started. And it's it's carried to today with Prosper and all things where we are today. Wow. Wow. That is really cool. Um, I would love to have you share the story of the your the poverty mindset and the inner vows that you made. Yeah. And you needed to to switch those because yeah. I think that a lot of people have these inner vows that yes. are holding them back and so yeah. I just want to, you to share your story of how that yeah. really broke off and moved you yeah that's really beautiful I'm actually writing a book about that story um right now and so before I tell you um how I broke it I'm going to share an experience that as I was traveling um, and, and these miracles are happening. I was um, in a little town in, um, in New Jersey and I stumbled into a little church. I was there to do meetings the next day. Again, I was the founder of a nutritional network marketing company. And I went in and I was just lost in worship. And as I was there lost in worship, I, I, I just heard this, this voice in my spirit. It was so moving. And it said, cast out the slave woman send her away. Mm. Now we all know that's a reference or those of you that know scripture, that's a reference to Hagar and, um, and that whole story in the Bible with Abraham and Hagar. I knew what it meant. I knew it was for me. There was a slave woman living in me. I had been enslaved. I'd been enslaved to my own perfectionism and, and the expectations I'd set for myself, what it meant to be a good Christian and a, and a Christian wife and a Christian mother and a Christian homeschooler. And I was striving and I was in this bondage when the Lord said, I knew what it meant. It was the beginning of freedom. And so part of that freedom that you're referring to is these inner vows that we make. 
So my childhood was very dysfunctional, I suppose, like many of ours, but I would say I probably would win award of, of one of the most dysfunctional. <laughs> um, you know, I had a bipolar mother um, addicted to um, prescription pain meds and um it was very dysfunctional suicide. I had an alcoholic father and, and sexual abuse and all this stuff. Um, but we were wealthy growing up. I grew up in a gated community with horses and barns and, and, and my father had so much money. It was a, it was a Hollywood lifestyle. And in fact, there would be Hollywood parties. I, I I remember sitting on the lap of O.J. Simpson. I remember having like all these actors coming in and and limos and and wealth and and total drunken just people all over the floor when you wake up in the morning and all of that. My little brain said, "Money, money makes people crazy." And there was so much dysfunction. There was domestic violence and, and suicide and so much that I made the inner vow. Money makes people crazy. I don't want any of that. Then, of course, at, at 16 years old and I accept Christ and the teaching that came through the church is money is evil. And I'm like, hey, hey, I agree. I don't want any of that either. You know, so I just bought hook, line and sinker. I didn't understand that it says the love of money. And I didn't understand that that Jesus was wealthy and that the, all the disciples throughout history was wealthy. I didn't understand any of that. No background. I just made the inner vow. <clears throat> I don't want any. And when we have those inner vows running, it doesn't matter how successful you are, you'll sabotage. It's like a thermostat. Like the thermostat is set to 50 degrees. It gets 70 in there. Boom, the air conditioning is going to take you back to 50. Or, you know, and so so we do this with our finances and we can't figure out why that as soon as we make money, bills of equal amount come in and take it or, you know, it, like we sabotage in so many ways. I mean, we're we're so fearfully and wonderfully made, sometimes more fearfully than wonderfully. No, <laughs> but but, you know, this is true what we do. I mean, the self-talk and the stuff we do. And so, yeah, when I came to have an understanding um, and I had a breakthrough I actually went to the other extreme because this is what we do, right? So you got on one extreme and they're both extremes. You got the poverty lack mentality. And I flew on over. I got into a direct selling nutrition company in my 20s and started earning six figures and got to the place. So much money was coming in. We'd go into the Mercedes dealership. What's the nicest one? We want it. We'd see a house on a magazine. Yeah, we want that. And, and pride and ego and all the stuff that comes in there. And, um, and so again, out of balance on the other side. At that time, um, uh, the it, we were going through, I think that was the 2008, but it was one of the mortgage crises. And we were in a, uh, a mortgage from hell trying to buy this house, a, a stack of mortgages. We were at the bottom of the list. There was so much stress around it. We were going to lose this house and all this stuff. There was so much stress around running this house that I actually went into premature labor. I was pregnant with my middle daughter and I went into premature labor like seven weeks early. And, um, and so I'm in the hospital and I am fighting doctors and all kinds of stuff and trying to hold on to the baby as long as I can. They wanted to have me deliver early and I wouldn't. And so all of this is going on. And I had friends come in 
and put posters all around in there. And one of the posters said, never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. Oh, love and it. I looked at that. That ended up being framed in my office for years. I looked at that and I made a decision that day that I would never ever be so attached to things or money or anything. I mean, it almost cost the life of my daughter, you know, all that happened. And it was that day that God restored balance because the truth is that this extreme is, is not God's will. This extreme is not God's will. The middle where we're simply vessels and that all the resources are meant to come to us and through us. And yes, we can enjoy them, but also we become instruments in the world that God's resources. So we come open-handed and we're not in lack and we're not attached and we can come forth. And that was the day that that, that broke. And so, you know, that that launched an event, God, Money and Me, that I've been teaching for like 12 years, just taught it again um powerful led to a series that I do um and so yeah this is this is really big because it keeps so many people in bondage to the, the, the lies the lies that it's holier to be broke and the lies that you know God doesn't want us to have things and um it's it's really unfortunate and and even what looks like it's very pious like lord just give me enough for my meals today just take care of me today and yes there's the prayer give us this day our daily bread um but take the whole counsel of god that by itself is selfish because god wants to pour out in you such a such an amount of blessings that the heavens the the windows of heaven open up that you can't even contain it why so you can be a a a blessing just like israel was meant to be so blessed that that all the nations would want that we're meant to be we carry the blessings of abraham we're meant to be so blessed that that everybody wants that so it's that it's that balance. I hope that's answering your question, Berlin. No, <laughs> oh, that is so good. Yeah. And refresh my memory. How long after you made the inner vow to have not have nothing to do with money, you went on a mission trip, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I, um, I made that vow. I was very young. I was probably less than 10 years old. Okay. And so then that carried, and then I renewed that vow at 16 when I became a Christian and I lived that vow. I went through college and, um, as I was about to graduate from college, I thought I was going to medical school. I'd done everything to go to medical school and God called me to Korea, which is an amazing miracle story in and of itself. Um, but yeah, so this was carrying into my twenties. I was married at like 28. I was still living all of this, you know, when my daughter was born. So this went from like age 10 to like probably 30. Yeah. It can, it can run your life for most of my life, you know? Yeah. So, so tell the story about how your, your Korean husband and his vow and how it clashed with your vow. Yeah. Yeah. That's always an interesting how God brings, you know, opposites. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he, you know, grew up in extreme poverty and, you know, he had an outhouse for a bathroom, the whole family living in, in one room. And, um, so 
he had to work very, very hard from, from childhood, from really middle school. He was very self-determined, very intelligent. Back then, you didn't get free education. So even to make it to middle school was a, was a big thing. He had to work to make it into middle school. And from middle school, he had to work and he couldn't get into a regular high school. He had to get into a technical high school. That was as far as he got into uh, but he did so well that he, you know, he made it into one of the top universities full scholarship. He had the opposite. It was like, he'll never be poor like that. He will do whatever it takes to never be in lack and have lots of money. So he was completely driven, you know. And so when we first met, it was like, please, please, you know, I'd come out of this business world of before I had my own of my parents and all of that. It's like, please don't go into business. Let's live a simple life. Let's have a farm. Please don't make money. Please, you know, I'm pulling on his shirt tail, right? And and he's raring to go. Like, no, I will make money. I'll make a lot of money. So it's interesting that often God will will bring together opposites to help us be aware of of these things that are operating in us. Yeah, isn't that true? Yeah, that's so good. Wow. Yeah. So, so God, Money, and Me was the first event that we put together, and you're still doing it. That 12 years later, that is yeah. just amazing. Yeah, I mean, you know, God always elevates it and He keeps improving. Uh, but the truth is that this is as real of a problem as it was 12 years ago in keeping. You know, I work with Christian women. I, you know, I have um, a, a coaching practice and a coach certification and so on. And it's the number one thing that is still keeping women from fully showing up and releasing their their gifts and um and and being everything that God called them to be. It's still these issues around money that are keeping them stuck. And so they're undercharging or um, they make money and then they sabotage and they lose it all or and so they're spiraling, spiraling. So until we get that breakthrough around that area, it's it's very difficult. It's a it's a key, you know, it's almost like taking your temperature, right? And um, it's a key indicator of your spiritual health as to where are you around money, you know? Right. Right. And we just have to remember that that money is money is the measurement, uh, the the unit of measure of yeah. with the impact that you're making in the world. Absolutely. Right. So and it's you know, it's it's not even money, it's the story and the emotion we put around it. Well, that's yeah. Yeah, right. you know, if you look if you look at the story of money, Berlin, it's worth studying sometimes to just detach the emotions off of it. I mean, you know, we started out, you know, originally, okay, I'll trade my eggs, you give me your milk, you know, I'll give you my lamb's will. But then it became like, well, how do you measure it so it's fair? How much milk is worth, you know, how much lamb's wool? And so, you know, we started like we started with stones and we started with like little gems. You look at when they came to America, you know, like the, the Indians, like we're trading them like little, you know, like it was just, it was just a coin. It was just a, it was just a pebble, a rock, you know, it was nothing. It was a means of exchange. So when you go back to that understanding and divorce the stories, like the story of trauma I had that money, you know, causes suffering and makes people crazy and all the stories we attach, that's not money. That's the story and the meaning we put on money. Money is just a means of exchange. So I deliver value to you and money in the same way I give you milk and you give me cash. You know, you go in the grocery store, we don't go get all upset other than the price is rising, right? But, you know, 
I give you this, you give me eggs, right? Yeah. We've got to like divorce that and now focus on allowing God's gifts to flow through us. And that's another big one that just came. The Holy Spirit just reminded me <laughs> that if what you're doing is spiritual work, you've probably been taught you're supposed to do it for free. You could never charge. Oh, yeah. I run into that a lot. That's a big one. Keeping yeah. people in bondage. Yeah. Keeping people in bondage. Yeah. So... Um, so yeah, so these things require breakthrough. And so, yeah, I, you know, I actually have, um, the prosper leader membership site and, um, it's just packed with resources. And so God money in me is, is in there and all of these ways to be able to scripture says we're transformed by the renewing of our mind, re do again, new. Well, now neuroscience, we know that's actually science. Like our neural pathways are literally rewiring. Like we're literally renewing. But this is how we're transformed, right? And that's that's what has to happen yeah. when it's around this issue of money. That's so good. And then you also have God health in me and God love in me. And wow. are you yeah. still running those? Oh, Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, that is so cool. Oh, yeah. There, uh, you know, I didn't know when we started 12 years ago. I, I, I didn't know the Lord was leading. I mean, we did, we did, we talked about this in the first half, right? right? But we did three full day events. These weren't small, these weren't online, these were in beautiful resorts. These were all day events, right? So, yeah. Yeah. God helping me, God loving me. And, um, Little did I know we did three events and, and and we did all these workshops and we did all these Bible studies. Little did I know that God was really addressing the fundamental issues of, of life in the kingdom and what we're facing here on earth. Right. So we, we've got these issues around money, secondary and often related. We've got these issues around health. And God health in me gave um, things in scripture that most people do not know are even in scripture. Why do I know that? Because people keep coming and saying, I didn't know that was in the Bible, right? right. And yeah. it was really having an understanding of the role of our emotions, our feelings, our mind, heart, mouth connection with our health. And we now understand that and it's cover to cover in the scriptures. And so a lot of people got set free when they understood that. It's like when you have the renewing of the mind around money, you get money. You have the renewing of the mind. You stop having dis-ease. You stop having, you know, all of the sickness and the things because as, as our soul prospers, everything else prospers, right? And as our mind, right, and um, is renewed as our heart, right? And so out of the yeah. issues of uh, the, out of the heart flow, the issues of life. So, yeah, we went into health. And then what's the third area that we struggle with? If you're not struggling with money and you're not struggling with health, where are you struggling? You're struggling in your relationships. Now, the truth is that I don't think either you or I, we were so spirit led that we actually said, huh, what's the three main things that people really struggle with? Let's make an event. It didn't cross my mind. I don't know if it crossed yours. It was just like pouring through us. Well, it turns out those were the three major issues right. um, that we must address mm -hmm. as believers, as, as, you know, kingdom warriors, right? It's funny how often I'm working with a client on business and all of a sudden they get a physical healing when we yeah, click of stuff. 
Yeah. We clear up beliefs or we clear up uh, yeah. bloodline issues yeah. or, you know, and they get a physical healing in addition to yeah. the you know, absolutely business breakthrough. So yeah. yeah, we're not so compartmentalized like we think that we are. How oh. how we do one thing affects how everything else. I shared in the first series the testimony of the woman that that um, went from no business to a hundred thousand this this last year, and how at the same time she started going to the gym. She got healthy. Her marriage was improving. She was having fun. She was traveling. Right. This is what happens. We're 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 unified beings. You know, we're spirit, soul, and body. All these things get impacted. Right. Right. That's so good. All right. So you can get a hold of Brenda at prosperinallthings.com or brendabyers.com and see what she's doing. She's got Prosper TV. She's got a coaching program. She's got a coach certification program. You can coach with her. And hopefully the, the VIP access to the recordings of the challenge that she just would have done when, when this airs, she will have just done it. <laughs> so yeah those will be available too maybe you can know okay. you can yeah we can't promise anything but hopefully yeah. because it sounds like a really really good one thank um, you Kristen. yeah yeah anything exciting for 2024 oh um yeah I think the whole thing is exciting the whole the whole thing is exciting I I really believe I shared this in the first um part of the series Mm -hmm. I, I believe, and this is what the series is, is about that we're being called to, to elevate that everything has changed how we do business, the customer journey, the mindset required, the way that we market, like everything has changed. And in that change is enormous opportunity. Yeah. So for some, the change can be just overwhelming. And if you try to do things the same way, it's not going to work anymore. The old ways exactly. are not working. Okay. Exactly. For others, this is going to be your greatest season. I'm prophesying that to many of you. This is going to be your greatest season. All that God has done throughout your life is going to be for such a time as this, just like Esther. This is going to be your season that that those visions that God gave you, those, those desires of your heart that you thought would never happen. This is the season. So dust off those dreams, review that vision and, and elevate. This is such a season to step into the fullness of what God has, has called you to, um, because it, it this is when the leaders are going to rise. This is, this is when we're going to see God's kingdom at its finest. So I think 2024, um, I think much like the years that we've had ahead, there's going to be a lot of trials. There's going to be a lot of challenges. There's going to be yeah. loss. There's going to be suffering. There's going to be confusion. I think there's going to be upheaval of systems that we've bought into banking systems, medical systems, educational systems, like anything else that is outdated. It's they're being torn up at the root. So I think it's going to be a season where we honestly barely recognize anything. And I also yeah. think, let me say something super important that God's been putting on my spirit. And that is that, you know, with AI, um, you're not, if you're not walking with the Holy Spirit right now, and if you don't know what that means, please reach out to Berlin, reach out to me, because this is a season we must be directly connected and walking in revelation knowledge 
because we're not going to know real from fake. You're not going to know, did that person really say that? Or is that AI? Is that a real person? Or is that, it's going to be where the things you believed in, you're not going to know anymore. Things you put all your confidence, it's going to come to the surface that that's not actually how things happen, that there was propaganda, that all the news stations were given a script and you've been fed a script. So things you put your confidence in are going to be up, up, just like completely turned upside down. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be a season to walk with the Holy Spirit and revelation knowledge. But if you do, if you do, it's going to be your greatest season, your most beautiful season. It's going to be a season of healing and prosperity and leadership and service and legacy and reuniting and rebuilding. It's going to be a beautiful season. Right. If you don't, the chaos is going to be overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. He is shaking everything that can be shaken. We just have to make sure that's not you. Yeah. <laughs> don't you let go. it be you. Who's getting you shaken. Yeah. And your work is so powerful for that, Berlin. What oh, you're doing you. to tie people in with heaven and discover and know who they are. I, I love it. It's so powerful for this season. It's It's an essential. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it really is. And um, yeah, the quantum capacity is coming up. I don't, I, you know, I'll, I'll do a separate promo for it that will attach to the video. So I don't need to talk about it now, but Brenda and my, our work really does mesh. And here's, here's one of the reasons why is because she was one of my first mentors. Like I just learned so much from you, Brenda. So yeah. I am honored. Yeah. I honor you and I'm very grateful for everything that you poured into me way back then and, and everything yeah. that we're doing together now. And yeah, uh, we learned from each other, Berlin. I truly believe in the kingdom. We're all part of the body. And I truly believe everyone is our teacher and everyone is our student. And I think you and I can honestly say that. I mean, you helped me put together systems for my business. I didn't know websites and, oh my goodness, CRMs and all that stuff. I didn't know any of that. And um, God used you for such a time as that to launch Prosper and all things to birth it. You were the midwife. I'm forever grateful for what you did. And yes, we were we were mutually, as scripture says, encouraging and, and, and mentoring each other. So yeah. that's what God does. That's life in the kingdom, right? Right. Well, yeah, I am a systems girl and I love putting it together and all of that stuff. But I am so thankful and grateful that I have my team and Rex is my team leader. So a big shout out to Rex, who actually does the doing piece now. So love I don't that. have to do it anymore. I can just love work that. with clients to design it and then give it to someone else. Love to that. Love yeah. that. <laughs> but back in the day, I had I self-taught a lot to figure out what is the infrastructure because it's all about the message on our heart. And I so wanted to get your message out there. And you guys, you heard her message. It's amazing. God, money in me, God, health in me, God, love in me. And those, those that the cry of her heart to see people walking out their true identity and the true potential that they have to make an impact in the world I saw that message that you had, Brenda, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to help this woman get this out there. And so I self-taught on what is the infrastructure that runs all of that, and then how do you monetize it so that it that you build the tracks and then build the train and then actually get the train to go. And it was so amazing. It was I'm, a wild ride for both it, of us. Guys. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Launched us both. Launched us both. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I'm just so blessed and honored that you're still 
you're still trucking along on those tracks that we built. So that's amazing. So thank you for that. And uh, anyone make sure that you do check out Prosper and All Things, Brenda Byers, when the, the links will be in the show notes and below. And um, you can't go wrong by learning from this woman. She's amazing. She taught me and she's still going strong and doing new things even. Thank you, Berlin. Thank you. I'm You're honored welcome. to be here. Thank you, your audience. I look forward to connecting and getting to know you Let's have a call. Let's talk. Let's see where you're at and where you're trying to get to. And let's see what God can do. Awesome. All right, you guys. Until next time, stay spirit-centered. Peace out. And everybody will see it. Okay. It's Perfect. elevate because that's what we're called to do. Elevate.brendabyers, B-Y-E-R-S.com. There it is. That's me. Offers that prosper turning prospects into paying clients, proven methods to elevate yourself, your identity, shine in changing markets, and land premier clients now. So there's all kinds of stuff in there. You can go learn all about it, but the bottom line is when the world changes, so must we. This is the opportunity. Hey there, SCB peeps. I want to give a huge shout out and deep appreciation and thanks to Candace Benton. She has become a super sponsor for the Spirit Centered Business Show. So I would appreciate you helping me in sending blessings and abundance back to her. Thank you so much, Candace, and you are well loved. Thank you for listening to Spirit Centered Business with Berlin Newby. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. The next stage of doing business by being spirit-centered is coming together in collaboration, working with spiritual principles and knowing our destiny. Join our tribe at spiritcenteredbusiness.com and we'll catch you on the next broadcast. Peace out.